welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. John chapter 17. Verses 9 and 10. I'm just going to read verses 9 and 10. I had more to read, but I'm just going to read verses 9 and 10. I pray for them. This is Jesus. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but those whom you have given me, for they are yours. I'm going to read it again. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but I pray for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. There's a topic for this sermonette. (laughs) it is it is we pray for believers part two part two our culture making making moment for this morning is very very simple and we've been walking through a series on um, the 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 four things that are that are going to become and have become the culture of the church of the redeemer baptist and our culture making moment for this morning is we are trinitarian trinitarian we are trinitarian we are in the church the church, the big C, the church at large, we speak a lot about Jesus. We speak a lot about um, the way that we're supposed to worship Jesus and the things that Jesus has done for us. We speak a lot about the impact of Jesus on our lives. We speak a lot about all the things that Jesus has accomplished and has completed in his work and uh, on the cross. But we don't say much about the other portions of the Godhead, um, partly because we don't, we don't say much about the other portions of the Godhead, partly because... We don't always understand or know how to explain the other portions of the Godhead, partly because Jesus is so relatable to us. Um, But when we um, only lean into what we understand or can explain, we miss the mystery of the gospel saints. We miss the mystery of the Old Testament scripture communicating how easy easy, um, and important it is for us to... um, understand the reality of a creator who created us for relationship with him only for that relationship to be separated and severed by sin we miss the importance of the scarlet thread of redemption that culminates in jesus sacrifice at calvary we miss the importance of christ's life with us as emmanuel god with us and how it left mankind longing for restored personal relationship with the god of all creation and that relationship was restored through Christ. And we miss how the, promised, the promise of the indwelling of Holy Spirit realized at Pentecost allows us to lack nothing because what was left, what left is never lost. And when we focus on what we understand, we miss what God wants to reveal. We miss the whole counsel of God. Y'all working with me real quick? We miss the whole counsel of God. When we just lean into what we understand, we miss the whole counsel of God. We miss the depth of the relationship promise because we are willing to settle for what we can grasp. When we, when we don't lean into the things that we can't quite understand, we miss the whole counsel of God because we are shallow in our faith. We are shallow in our thinking. And we miss the depth that God promises us in relationship with him. But here at Church of the Redeemer Baptist, we are Trinitarian believers, saints. We believe that our relationship with the creator leads us to Christ. And we believe that our relationship with Christ helps us to understand and appreciate our longing for intimacy with God. 
And we believe that Holy Spirit personified enables us to feel God's presence in a way that promotes closeness and intimacy when we need it most. Look at somebody, if you don't mind, and say, we are Trinitarian. Say it, say it, say it. Type it in. We are Trinitarian. Trinitarian. Learn how to use the word. We're Trinitarian. It doesn't make us polytheistic. It doesn't mean that we worship three distinct gods. It just means that we understand that God is personified in three distinct ways. We are Trinitarian, and when we understand this, we get a proper understanding of our theology, our view of God, and we understand that the creator and provider and judge of all Breathe his life into us. We understand. And when we understand that, we get a proper understanding of our Christology. We understand our view of Christ as our Savior and Redeemer and the restorer of right relationship with the one who created us. I wish I had a church. And we also understand or get a proper understanding of our new mentology, our view of the person of Holy Spirit. We understand that Holy Spirit is the epitome of Emmanuel, God with us. We are Trinitarian believers because we need the whole counsel of God. Somebody said we need the whole counsel of God. If I just go to Jesus, I miss the creator, the provider. Hallelujah. Come on now. And the giver of all things. If I just relate to Holy Spirit, I have a lot of life. But I have no truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. No Come on now. Please. We are Trinitarian. We need the whole counsel of God. This is saints. Why? I, I don't find it odd that Jesus decided to communicate with the Father. I don't find it odd that God is having a conversation with God. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Make it plain. <laughs> This is why I don't don't find it odd that God is talking to God. Jesus praying to the Father is not an oddity to me. Because sometimes when I have a conversation about myself, with myself, it's just because I don't understand myself. Sometimes it takes me a little while for my head to catch up with my heart so that my body can come so that my body can come into alignment with everything that God is doing with me. Some of y'all been called crazy. You think you're crazy because you've been talking to yourself for decades. You ain't invited nobody into the conversation. You just go to the mirror, have your own self a cup of tea, sit down and have a conversation with you. Can I just offer that if God can have a conversation with God so that the whole council of heaven, hallelujah, can communicate together for a proper understanding of how to live this life in victory, I will offer, baby, have yourself your cup of tea. Have yourself your conversation. Give yourself time 
to let your mind understand what your heart is making you feel. Give yourself time to let your heart understand how your body is out of alignment because you let your emotions modify the way your body works. conversation with God, you can have a conversation with you. God can have a conversation with God. You can have a conversation with you. Don't think it's crazy. Don't think it's insane. Just understand that there are different parts of you that need to come into alignment with all of you. And when every part of you is in alignment with all of you, then you can go to God in prayer. Then you can be the one who allows for all of you to be used by all of God for the benefit of all the world being blessed by the one that God created. That's right. Jesus had to have a talk with the Father. God had to have a talk with God to make sure that every part of the body was aligned. Intellect, emotions, and physicality. Intellect, emotions, and physicality. And this is why it's important for us for the Father, the mind of God, to talk with the Son, the salvation, the representation of the body of God, to make sure that the body in John chapter 17 would be all right when this bodily representation was no more. This is why that the Father had to talk to the one, the mind of God had to talk to the body of God because the representation of the body of God was about to be no more. What we knew would be no more. What we got used to would be no more. What we were waiting for, what we thought was going to happen in the physical be no more. I got four minutes, all right? What, what, what we thought, what we wanted would be no more. Jesus says, I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but I pray for those whom you have given me. Why? For they are yours. And I have to say, and as I find my way to my clothes, that Jesus knew who he was called to. Come on Saints, now. As yeah. the body of Christ, yeah, yeah. we need to know who we're called to. Not just who's in our presence. But we need to know who we're called to. Not just the ones that are closest to us. But we need to know who we are called to. Jesus know who he was called to. And we need to know the same. And he said, I pray for them, the ones who you gave me. I don't pray for everybody. I pray for them, the ones that believe in me. I'm not praying for the world. I pray for them, the ones that will be my body when my body is no more. I pray for them, the ones that you have assigned to me. Those are the ones that I pray for. And I know we live in a season of cancellation right now. I know that we live in a time in history where we're looking for every reason imaginable to quit 
on anybody that doesn't serve our purpose. I'm preaching right here. I'm preaching right now. I know we're looking for every reason to quit on anybody that doesn't serve our lives. But Jesus teaches us that it is our responsibility to pray for those that God assigns to our spiritual care. It's not going to be everybody. But Jesus teaches us to pray for those that are assigned to our spiritual care. And when they're not serving us, pray for them. Come on now. Yes. When they're not doing what we want them to do, pray for them. When they're not being used the way we think they need to be used in the kingdom, pray for them. I don't know who you're praying for today. But I am here, my assignment, if I have one, is simply to remind you to fight for the ones that you have been assigned. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus teaches that we have to pray for those that God assigned to our spiritual care. They may not be here, right here in our presence, but they are still our assignment. (laughs) Hallelujah. You may not see them or speak to them on a regular basis anymore, but saints, they are still our assignment. Do you hear what I said? They are still our assignment. You may not talk to them the way or how often that you want to talk to them, but they are still our assignment. So saints, don't give up on your assignment. You've got children that are out here doing whatever they want to do. But Jesus prayed for the disciples before they ever got in trouble. Jesus prayed for the disciples. They may not be doing right, but Jesus prayed for the disciples. Here's the shout. When you stick to your assignment, you will fight and you will win. (laughs) When you stick to your assignment, come hell or high water. Saints, you will fight and you will win. Jesus prayed for the disciples before they ever walked into the struggle of their faith. He prayed before they were confused and he prayed before they were depressed. He prayed before they walked away from his side and he prayed even as the struggle of their faith took them away in various shapes and forms that life had to offer them. He prayed for them before it happened, and his prayer carried them through it all happening. When he prayed before, the prayer of Jesus allowed for the disciples to be carried, their faith to be carried through their struggle. And saints, as you pray for the ones that God has assigned to you, your prayer will carry them through. You will fight and you will win. There's a woman in the Old Testament by the name of Rispa. Hallelujah. There's a woman, I didn't know if I was going to be allowed to talk about it. There's a woman in the Old Testament by the name of Rispa. Rispa had some babies, and her babies, because of the life that her, her um, husband lived, she would, her sons were hung on a tree as an offering because her husband did something that wasn't required. But that woman, that was inappropriate, excuse me, in her time, but that woman knew who her children were. And every morning when the buzzards came out to eat her babies, every morning when the enemy came to eat her babies, she would be out there while her children were hanging and beat the buzzards away. (laughs) 
I wish I had a church. <laughs> she would be out there beating the, beating the buzzards away. She hallelujah. She would be out there fighting for her children, beating the buzzards away. And saying there are some that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But it's our job. It's our job to beat the buzzards away. The enemy would love to eat up their flesh. But when you said, Lord, have mercy, you beat the buzzards away. You allow the enemy to know that they're covered by the blood. And nothing, oh my Jesus, and no one that will come against them. We will fight. We will win. Don't stop fighting. Don't stop fighting. Hallelujah. Don't stop fighting. Their victory depends on your prayers. They're going to die. But I dare you to just keep the buzzards away. Oh, my Jesus, I dare you to just keep the buzzards away. To beat that addiction away. To beat that desire away. To beat that inappropriate. I dare you by faith to beat the devil away and watch the Lord give your children by the power in Jesus name that everybody you've been assigned as you praise God for these next 35 seconds as you give God praise for these next 35 seconds you will seal their victory give it to him give it to him Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Hallelujah. Don't waste your prayers on nobody that God didn't give you. Hallelujah. Fight for the ones he gave you. Stop praying for the ones that aren't yours. Fight for the ones. Lord, I pray. Fight for the ones that he gave you. Yes. Yes, Lord. Y'all gonna learn how to celebrate. Don't. Thank you, Jesus. I hear the sounds of victory. I hear the sounds of victory. There are some of you. Hallelujah. The doors of this church are open. They are. They are. Keep keep praising. Please keep, keep praising. There are the doors of the church are open. There are some of you who need to. I know this is a time where we invite those who are not saved to come. So come. If you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, come. There's Come. 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 There's, if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, as your Savior, come. We will fight. Yeah. We will fight. We will fight. We will fight. Y'all gonna learn to celebrate. We will fight. We will fight. We will fight. We will fight. There is seven Jesus. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? Now it's the angels are rejoicing. Get it out the way. Can you move that out the way? Push that back. No, no, sir. Leave that right there. That table right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, come on. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Now listen. I need the intercessors, the ones who have someone that you've been called to. <laughs> Deacon, you can, the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. If you ain't got, if you don't need to be here, don't be here. But I need the intercessors, the ones who know you've been, you've been called to someone. This is your turn. This is your time. I need you to come down here to this altar. I need you to come down here to this altar. I need you to stand. Come now. Come now. Come now. We will fight. We will fight. 
Four. 